Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blue Chew. Go to bluechew.com. Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton and Blake Street Tavern. A lot to get to today. It's the big game, guys. The big, the big matchup, the big title game. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl. Fuck. By the way, I hate that. As somebody that's been in the media for 20 years, and the fact that you can't say Super Bowl in commercials just really bugs the fuck out of me. I understand that it's a legal thing. I get it. And they don't want people to capitalize on the name of the Super Bowl. But fuck off. And the NFL will go after like small people, like peons, like me. They would, if I accidentally slip up in a commercial and say Super Bowl, I'll get a cease and desist letter. Be like, are you fucking serious? You can't do that. We will take you down. We're the NFL. Fuck you. Jeez. Anyway, a lot to get to because it's a real exciting time. And the Super Bowl, what's great about the Super Bowl is you don't have to be a football fan to to enjoy yourself. I'm going to give you a list of things that you can do for your guest or yourself to make Super Bowl Sunday a little bit more entertaining for everybody. You can have the people that are just locked in on the game, and you can have people doing some other things that are going to keep them entertained as well and still have just as much fun, if not more. So we'll get into that. I do want to tell you this story that I, I just came up on is an adult entertainment company is offering the city of Philadelphia 1,540 gallons of cheese whiz infused lubricant to prevent Eagles fans from climbing poles after the Super Bowl. No matter who wins, Eagles fans, this is what they do. Like you're drunk, your team either won or lost. Let's climb some poles. Why not? Let's get on a car and light something on fire. Philly! (laughs) <laughs> that's basically, that's what they do. Hey, why not? The city of brotherly love and chaos. But it's interesting that they do that, that they, that that's what they're like known for is we, they're going to climb fucking poles. Cam Soda said a truck loaded with 28 drums of lube, each containing 55 gallons, is being sent to the city to help prevent the famously rowdy fans from climbing streetlights, traffic lights, utility poles, as well as other structures if their team wins. They say if the team wins, shit, they'll do it regardless. So if they beat the Chiefs, it's definitely going to happen. Each drum contains 75% lubricant and 25% cheese whiz. Otherwise known as a Southerner's dream. (laughs) I wish I could get a 55-gallon drum of 75% lubricant, 25% cheese whiz. Well, wish no more. Congratulations. You've won this barrel of lube cheese whiz. Oh, my God. This is fantastic. (laughs) That's like the prize of a a Hillbillies (laughs) game show. You win 75%. Lube, 25% cheese whiz. He'll fuck you up while you get fucked. (laughs) Wait, what? No, Yeah, it'll mess up your stomach is what I'm saying, I guess. Oh, that that is somebody's dream out there, cheese. That that just means people are going to start eating this lube. If you see pictures of Philly fans licking poles 
after the the Eagles beat the Chiefs, fingers crossed, it's because this company donated barrels of lubricant that are 75% lube, 25% cheese whiz. They're going to be like, this is great. Todd, come here. Let's have some fun. Get the lube. Anyway, Super Bowl by the numbers. This is Super Bowl 57. Fuck. Damn. It's been a long time since the Broncos won the Super Bowl back in Super Bowl 50. But here's some numbers. Now, $6,382. That was the average cost of a ticket in the past five Super Bowls. Okay. The lowest price of a Super Bowl ticket on the resale market just after these conference championship games was increased by 35% from last year. So the lowest price of a Super Bowl ticket this year, $5,738. Who the fuck can spend that kind of money on one fucking ticket? To me, that's like that's like a whole group of people. That's like your whole office. Like, let's go to the Super Bowl. It's only $5,000. We can write it off. But no, that's for one fucking ticket. That's insane to me. Listen, I love the Denver Broncos. I can't justify spending that kind of money. I know some of you have amazing gigs and you're great savers, but man, I can't I can't do that. You're a better fan than I am. Okay. I, I just can't wrap my head around that. One million excuse me, one billion dollars. That's the estimated economic impact for the greater Phoenix area for their economy in 2023. Every Super Bowl, you see this, with the exception of right after the pandemic, basically when the pandemic was lightening up, then it was just like really light. Because like last year, I don't know, LA wasn't that busy, not as busy as I thought it would be. But this year, I guess Arizona is just a madhouse. But usually when it's like that, it it's a swarm of people go to the city. So... Monday, Tuesday, not that many people. Then Wednesday, you start it to see to see the numbers elevate. Thursday, Friday, it's packed, especially on media row. And then by the time the it's like Friday night, it's just nuts. There's tons of people everywhere. I usually that's usually why we like to leave on like Friday because it's just chaos. Again, I'm not there this year. Dicks. That's all I'm saying. Just give me an invite so I can decline, respectively. <laughs> 17.8 million. That's the number of Americans who plan to watch the game at a bar or a restaurant. Like the Blake Street Tavern at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. I'm just saying it's a great place. Great place. Who sponsors this podcast? <laughs> and they have amazing food. So... And they have TVs everywhere. Oh, which I love. I love that. I love that. 204%. It says a 20-year increase in the cost of a 30-second Super Bowl ad. Oh, geez. Hitting a record cost of $7 million for a commercial spot in 2023. $7 million. But you know what? There are so many people watching. It's money well spent. As long as it's a good commercial. That's the other thing. So you could have this spot, you know, designated for for your advertising. But if it's a shitty commercial, it could backfire on you and you just shit away $7 million. So you go comedy, which uh, studies prove that the majority of Americans prefer 
comedic commercials. Those are the ones that stand out. So you got to really crunch down, go against the grain, and be funny. And the I, I'm not a big fan of the sad commercials. I uh, I don't I don't like those at all. I hate them. They're like oh, so many people the next day. They're like the best commercial was the Budweiser one with the sad horse. Oh my god. <laughs> no, fuck it. I don't care if it, he lost his mama. <laughs> Jeez. That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sometimes you just get a little angry at those commercials. I don't need to feel sad. I want to feel excitement and laugh and watch some football. Jeez. 1.45 billion chicken wings will be consumed on Super Bowl Sunday. Holy shit. That's a lot. 10 million pounds of ribs will be sold the week of the Super Bowl. I was just at Costco yesterday. They had a whole shit ton of ribs. And I'm like, damn, it looked good, but it's just a little too expensive for me. But man, that's a great idea. Chicken wings and ribs, I think, would be an amazing way to do it. 11.2 million pounds of chips will be consumed as well. Chips. You got to have good chips. By the way, am I the only one that's a little upset that I can't find the Doritos, the sweet chili, sweet and spicy, whatever it is, the purple bag Doritos? Those are the greatest Doritos ever made, and I can't find them anywhere. Please help a fat man out. Come on. Those are the best chips. Listen, Doritos has a lot of great chips, but those are the best ones. Uh, 40% increase in pizza orders compared to the average Sunday. I don't think I've ever ordered pizza on Super Bowl Sunday. Because I just feel, I don't know, that it feels like that they're, they're always backed up. Maybe we were thinking about it one time because I, I have a feeling that I've looked it up before. And you can do it on an app, and it's just like the wait time is like two hours. I'm like, fuck that. No, no thanks. 51.7 million cases of beer are going to be sold on Super Bowl Sunday. So you last-minute shoppers, that's what you guys do. Watch out for the liquor stores. It's going to be packed. Maybe go out there right now. Go ahead to Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. Okay, you see where I'm going here? A lot of my sponsors revolve around... Super Bowl stuff. <laughs> you can eat and watch football. You can drink and watch football. Ooh, and I got some more coming coming up here in a second. <laughs> you can gamble and watch football. And then there's one more I'll tell you about in a second. Uh, 51.7 million cases of beer. I already said that. $1.24 billion is spent on beer for the Super Bowl. Uh, $517 million on soft drinks, $226 million on whiskey. Those are my people. That's where I want to be. I want to be at somebody's house that has a bunch of whiskey. You can have beer too, but I prefer to have whiskey as well. $16.1 million people will miss work the next day, costing around $6.5 billion in lost productivity. So when I say that you need to make it a holiday, that's why it's better business. People are going to miss work anyway. Just give them the day off and you can either opt to take that day off or you can plan on being at work. But that way, companies would be able to anticipate, hey, 
to it's Super Bowl Monday. I already have all these people off. If you want to work this holiday, you get paid extra. Whatever. I don't know. It just to me, it just seems silly to to not make it a holiday. Everybody's celebrating it in some fashion. One point one billion dollars will be legally wagered on the Super Bowl. So go check out Superbook.com. <laughs> Superbook. Download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now. See what I'm talking about. <laughs> Man, this is like a free love podcast right now. Free love. Extra love. The top Super Bowl foods. This one was actually kind of obvious, although there's one in there that I just didn't think about. 28% is for pizza. 24% is for wings. 18% chips and dip. Oh, you got to have a good dip, by the way. You don't have a good dip. It's just chips, and it's like, it's okay. But you put a good dip next to those chips, maybe with some veggies. Oh, that shit's going to be gone quick. 15% is nachos. 7% is burgers. 3% is desserts. I've never been to a Super Bowl gathering, and we've never done it at our house where there's desserts. So that's interesting Interesting to me. I just, I just never associated that. It's just like... you. Why even invest in in desserts when everybody is just drinking and eating chips as well as uh, you, you know everything else? Hey, we got more coming up, a lot more. Can't wait to get to this. But first, like I said, the championship is here, and there's no better place to wager on the football title game than Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best menu of prop bets in the business, plus check out their special odds boosts and promotions at Superbook.com. With over three decades of odds-making experience in Las Vegas, there's no better place to wager than Superbook Sports. So win some money as one lucky team wins it all. Download the Superbook Sports Colorado app today. Excuse me. I almost burped as I said that. So download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Fellas, as you know, it's all about size. Nobody's bigger than we are. We have 18,000 square feet and three bars under one roof. Add it all up, and you have Denver's best football bar. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches football. Hey, who doesn't want to get a hard-on, right? Uh, You know what I'm saying? If you can't get rock hard, life is tough. So guess what? This episode, it's sponsored by Blue Chew. Guys, we need to talk about sex. It's a real thing, and it's a real problem. If you want to be at your best, well, 2023, this is your year to maximize your performance in the bedroom. Remember this website. BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but they have it in a chewable tablet, and it's at a fraction of the cost. So that's amazing. You can take them any time of the day or night. So if you want to plan ahead or if the moment just jumps on you, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, you'll be ready to go. So sign up at BlueChew.com. They'll consult, have you consult with one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you're going to receive your prescription within days. And the best part is it's all done online. So you don't have to worry about going to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the United States and are prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Guys, you could be missing out on the best sex of your life. 
That's why you got to go check out Blue Chew at BlueChew.com. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com, like I said. So chew it, and then you can be doing it, okay? And we got a special deal for all my listeners. Try Blue Chew for free. You love that word, just like I do, free. When you use my promo code DAHUFF at checkout, just pay the $5 shipping. That's an amazing deal. That's BlueChew.com, promo code DAHUFF, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. Thanks so much to Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. All right, we got some more Super Bowl facts that I'm going to just jam down your throat. By the way, if you didn't catch it, things you could be doing while watching the Super Bowl, BlueChew.com. That's all I'm saying. You get, you be banging and watching football. There you go. You're welcome. Stuff to do. <laughs> Stuff to do. <laughs> All right, so as you're getting ready for the Super Bowl, this is what I these are kind of the rules and kind of the the things that we do at our house. You can't use the DVR. That is a big big no-no. And I've been at people's houses and that's why I try to avoid going to people's houses for any type of sporting event that I'm interested in. So you can't use the DVR cuz uh, and the thing is it's it's pointless to use the DVR during the Super Bowl cuz you're because you want to watch the 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 commercials, so you can't fast forward through the commercials, and you don't want to miss any of the game. So it's like, don't touch the fucking remote, okay? And keep the talking to a minimum. For the people that want to watch the game and are interested in the game, or even if you're somebody that just wants to watch the commercials, just everybody else, shut your fucking traps. Shut your mouth hole so we can watch the game. Right? Pretty simple. Kind of like what we talked about before, you got to have good snacks, nachos, wings, burgers, hot dogs, brats, chips, good drinks, beer, whiskey, bourbon, mixed drinks, you know, drinks for the kids as well, uh, soda and whatever. So those are the things that you got to make sure you have your staples. Pizza is another thing that you got to make sure you're, you know, for as far as food goes, I didn't put that on the list, but pizza, like I said, 40% increase on Super Bowl Sunday to buy pizza play uh not the cost but as far as uh the increase of people buying it so here's some games that you can play for the people that are less interested in the games you can point get points for every celebrity you see and whoever calls it out first so if you see paul rudd point for whoever says it first kevin hart somebody gets a, a point so stuff like that and then you can debate whether the person's a, celeb- a big enough celebrity to care about or something like that. Or maybe, oh, you saw the president. That's two points or something like th- However you want to do it, but it, just to make it fun. How long will the national anthem be? And if you're, if you're within, say, three seconds or whoever's the closest to the actual time, because trust me, we'll find out. It'll be posted everywhere uh, on social media. Whoever's the closest will get you know, say five points or something like that. You're, then you can also rate your favorite commercials, write those down, rate the halftime show. How many times will the announcers make reference to the Chiefs players being sick? Because if you didn't hear, a lot of the Chiefs players are fighting off the sniffles and they're not feeling too well. So that's something that you know, you can find something that you imagine that the announcers will constantly go back to. 
So that's something you can do. Be like, oh, they they said it once, twice, blah, blah, blah. Streakers. Will there be any streakers? If there are a streaker, who you get bonus points for seeing it first. Random bets, by the way, that you can go to superbook.com. I'm sure they have these on there, but I've seen them floating around the internet. Random bets that are going around for the Super Bowl. You can bet on Rihanna's... Excuse me, that sounded gross. You can bet on Rihanna's lipstick co- color her eyeshadow color, her hair color, the the first song she's going to sing, the color uh, of liquid poured on the winning coach. There's so much crap that you can bet on for the Super Bowl. It just makes it interesting. And you can take some of those prop bets and and, and use them for your, your games at home. You don't actually have to bet if you don't want to, but you can just have some fun around the house. So that kind of makes it a little bit more interesting. So there's just a lot going on with the Super Bowl, whether you realize it or not. And you don't have to be a football fan to have a good time on Super Bowl Sunday. So I was thinking about, even though I didn't get to go to the Super Bowl this year to cover it, so I have, I've covered a lot of Super Bowls and it's a lot of fun. And it, I guess if, if it's one, if your team is in, in the Super Bowl, you don't have to spend the money to go to the actual game. But like when I covered Super Bowl 50 for the, when the Denver Broncos, they were in San Francisco playing the Panthers, there was a lot of people that showed up, but they just showed up to go party for the week. And then they just crawled up to a bar somewhere in San Francisco and watched the game there. So you, you don't have to go to the game. It, so there's different ways you can do it. But I had a lot of great memories from covering the Super Bowl. The first time I went to the Super Bowl to cover it, so Super Bowl week, I was in New Orleans. And the best thing I can say about New Orleans is the amazing food. Now, that being said, I was on Bourbon Street the, the very first night. And I was not ready for that. I, I, I always heard people say that it was dirty. I never really thought deeper into what that actually meant. I was like, well, it's probably dirty. It smells like garbage. <laughs> well, no, that's not the case. You go on Bourbon Street, there's drunk people everywhere. I mean, everywhere. And then I'm walking down. All of a sudden, I look over to my right, and like, that lady's naked. And she's doing the finger wag to me, like, come here. And I'm like, oh, my God, this naked woman finds me attractive. Then I realize she's a prostitute. Then I'm like, wow, well, made me feel good for a second. <laughs> and I just quickly moved on and took a good look. Don't get me wrong. New Orleans is a special place. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a little too much fun for me. I, I just, <laughs> it was, I, I will tell you this. One of the funniest things is, and I've shared this story with you before, is I was very stressed out by midweek and two former NFL players, two NFL legends, Realized that I was stressed out, and they're like, "We think you need to get your head right." And then they they took me off, and we started smoking weed behind a, <laughs> a brick wall in the middle of the night in New Orleans, <laughs> and it was hilarious. And then I got freaking ripped, and just walking down the street, Bourbon Street, with these two giant football players, me in the middle. And it was it was just a good time. Now that being said, I don't like being outside 
in, in public when I'm that way. And then eventually I told them that and they're like, dude, it's okay. You can go back to your hotel. We just wanted to make sure that, you, you know, you got things turned around and you were having a good day. And I was like, I am. Thanks, guys. I love you both. I didn't say that, but that was funny. And then I went back to my hotel room and confiscated my, my boss's big bag of Gardettos. And I enjoyed watching ESPN the rest of the night. <laughs> Those are only stories you get from going to cover a Super Bowl, stuff like that. There was one time I accidentally stuck my finger in Terrell Davis's mouth. I was adjusting his microphone in Minnesota. We had him sitting down, and we had this this one headset where the microphone kept curling up. Like, just, it was really annoying. And I said, hey, TD, I need to fix your microphone. It, it, it's kind of messing up. And he's like, okay, super nice, super nice dude. And I grabbed the microphone, and then all of a sudden, he moves his head. And my finger went, whoop, right in the back of his, or not the back, but like the his cheek. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Sorry, TD. <laughs> and he's just looking at me like, you motherfucker, you just stuck your finger in my mouth. Then I look over at Schlereth and Evans, and they're like, well, we got to talk about this. <laughs> it's his fault, not mine. I'm seriously, I'm adjusting Terrell Davis's microphone, and then all of a sudden he turns his head, and I'm like, whoa, oh, oh. And I'm like, I just stuck my finger in your mouth. And he's like, you did. Uh, I am so sorry. <laughs> so, yes, I've been inside a Hall of Famer. Bragging rights. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> that was the birthplace of doing wacky videos at the Super Bowl. Because so everybody does the same videos uh, during the Super Bowl. They do the same boring interviews with the same boring guests for the most part, as I talk about Terrell Davis, Terrell, with the exception of Terrell Davis, but you know, they all do the same thing. Everybody's talking to the same people. It's nothing exciting. So when we were in Minnesota, I was with Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans. We're like one, we didn't go, want to go outside in the negative five degrees weather. And then we're like, what are we going to do? We're just going to do the same shit that everybody else is doing. And it's boring and nobody cares. So that's where we decided, let's just start doing goofy videos. Let's do what's funny to us. And that's where it skyrocketed. Let, let's just do silly things. And I got to be honest, they haven't done it since I left. And it, it's kind of sad. It's something that we built up this, these entertaining videos. There is, there is a time where, uh, me, the the one in Minnesota where I'm putting the guys to bed and I'm tucking them in. Mike throws hot water in my face. Stink spits milk in my face. There's there's it's just a lot of fun. It's just funny because like the next day, by the way, the wall looked like there somebody shot a porno in there because like <laughs> the milk was like glimmering in the light. But anyway, uh, there was a time in I think it was Miami that. I was in a bathtub with Mark Schlereth doing a video, pretending like we were taking a bath together. There's just always silly videos. Me showering on the beach, them pretending to be naked on the beach. I remember talking to Derek Wolf during Super Bowl 50 on media night and knowing that the Denver Broncos were going to beat the shit out of the Panthers in Super Bowl 50. That I will always remember because he had one objective. 
and so did everybody else for the Denver Broncos. They were all embarrassed from Super Bowl 48 when they got the shit kicked out of them by the Seattle Seahawks. There was no way they were going to let that happen again. So I, I knew that they were going to win, especially after talking to the Panthers, who were already acting like they won the Super Bowl. They were going around planning, talking about what they were going to do after the Super Bowl, where they were going to go party, where are they going to go on vacation. They weren't focused on the game at all. The Denver Broncos were, and they beat the shit out of the Panthers. So when they went out there and, and laid the wood, I was not surprised at all. One of the great people that was on that Denver Broncos team was DeMarcus Ware. DeMarcus Ware being a, a one-two punch with Von Miller on the defense, and they don't win that Super Bowl without DeMarcus Ware. They don't get to the Super Bowl without DeMarcus Ware. He was that important of a piece. Brandon Cristal of KOA had a chance to meet up with DeMarcus Ware after it was announced that DeMarcus Ware is going to be a Hall of Famer. Let's join in on that conversation. So the knocks have kind of changed. Why don't you give me the story of how you found out that you were a Hall of Famer? I actually did the knock. So it was actually a reverse knock. Um, I was going to the Dallas Cowboys facility for um, like a family lifestyle shoot. And my agent, she said, hey, um, Jerry wants to meet you. Oh, that's, that's normal. Just go on and holler at Jerry, which I normally do when I go to the facility. And I knocked on the door. And I opened up the door. He had his gold jacket on. And I'm looking. I said, Jerry, why do you got that jacket on, man? And he said, welcome to the 2023 um, Hall of Fame class. And I thought to myself, and I'm like, what? He said, congratulations. And I said, hold on just for a minute. I need, I need a minute. I mean, I lost my breath. My whole soul felt like it hit the ground for a minute. And and it sort of, and I started just looking around for a little while because I wasn't there. And I saw the cameras. I'm like, okay, well, then get, get your composure and then do what you need to do. So it, it was, it caught me off guard. Although it's a year late, how special is it to know that you're getting that gold jacket that's so well-deserved? I, I think it doesn't matter. First ballot is first ballot, second ballot, whatever. But when your time comes and you get that opportunity, you're part of that 1%. You're part of being that vessel that everybody's had some type of contact with, and you're that vessel of that 1%, and everybody gets to enjoy that. So um, I'm humbled by that. Um, and all those sacrifices and things that I did, they don't go for granted. And um, and we get to, we're going to get to see that. Whenever that the speeches are and all that, I gotta get my speech ready. So it's gonna be fun. And real quickly, as much as the Cowboys mean to you, tell me quickly about your time in Broncos country in Super Bowl Fifty, cementing your Hall of Fame career. When you think about being a champion, um, you got to think about the Super Bowl. You got to think about you know being on the best defense ever. I would say the best defense ever, um, and being with some amazing guys and. Amazing fan base, too, for Broncos country. So it was life-changing for me. And, I mean, I got my ring on right now. I got to represent, um, you know, so Broncos country is coming with me because they, they were part of that. And they sort of solidified, I feel like solidified why 
I'm a champion and why I should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Broncos country will certainly be there in Canton. Congrats to you, Eric. Yes, thank you. All right, thank you so much to Brandon Cristal of KOA, as well as Demarcus Ware. Congratulations. Huge piece of the Denver Broncos Super Bowl 50 victory. So tip of the cap to him. I remember when the Broncos got him and realizing, oh, geez, holy shit, this is legit. And then sure enough, it was. So congrats to, to D. Ware. He certainly earned that Hall of Fame, and he definitely earned that Super Bowl 50 victory. Excuse me. So thank you guys so much for listening. Be careful this weekend as you head out and watch the Super Bowl. I, I, it's going to be a lot of fun. Let me know your thoughts. If, if you're succeeding on the, the, the layout, your, your spread, maybe you'd have different games that you like to play during the Super Bowl and to keep people busy, what kids included. So let me know to huff at gmail.com. If you want to interact with the podcast, regardless of what you just heard in this episode, please again, send me a message to huff at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on social to Huff Podcast everywhere uh, that you, you know, everywhere. <laughs> well, speaking of that, we just uploaded the, it's definitely up on Instagram. Go check out to Huff Podcast on Instagram. We put up that curling video and it's pretty funny. Uh, and yes, I get naked in it. You're welcome. <laughs> I just told you, I took, uh, you know, I was in the bathtub with Mark Schlereth. I don't mind getting naked. <laughs> it's funny. Don't worry. You don't see anything inappropriate, but you can use your imagination. You can. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends. Big thanks to Superbook sports, Colorado, go to bluechew.com. Check them out. Don't forget to use that promo code to huff Blake street tavern, 23rd in Blake in downtown Denver. That's the place to be to watch the Super Bowl. And, of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. Get, get loaded up if you're going to have a party at your house for the big game or any other gatherings. It's to Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.